Welcome back, everyone, to Avatar The First Viewing. This is the podcast where we have an Avatar newbie and an Avatar expert, and we watch the whole series and enjoy all that sweet, sweet nostalgia. I am your co-host and Avatar expert, Eli. I am your Avatar newbie, Peter Kang. And we have... And I'm Nikki, your fact checker and director. Yeah. And we back, baby. Been a minute since we last recorded. Yeah, you know, life is happening. Quarantine is happening. But you know what? Avatar is happening. And this was, wow, what a great artistic episode, narrative episode, like thematic ethics episode. It was a good one. This episode, I kind of want to just throw this out right at the beginning. This was the episode that I watched that when I watched this episode, I was like, we, ha- we got to do a podcast because I have something <laughs> to say about this episode. All right, so here's the recap for you guys. Uh, so Team Avatar is traveling through these redwoods, and they stumble across this hideaway, hideout of Fire Nation soldiers. And they're rescued by this curmudgeon of band of misfit gangs led by uh, this charismatic figure named Jet. Uh, Jet is super cool. And his mission is to drive the Fire Nation out of his valley because they mm-hmm. killed his parents. And Aang and Katara are pretty much like head over heels in love with this guy. Sokka's especially, jealous. Uh, especially Katara. Especially Jet Katara. He's so dreamy. He's a dreamy bad boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but so- but uh, uh, Sokka is, you know, skeptical and jealous. But later, he realizes that these guys are willing to hurt and kill innocent people in the name of uh, revenge, in the name of clearing evil Fire Nation people out of the valley. And then Katara realized too late that Jet's mission, Jet is planning to flood the entire city and drown this uh, village of Fire Nation people. But Sokka, with Appa's help, warns the village and helps them escape before the, the entire village dies. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it poses a lot of uh, ethical questions. Mm-hmm. And also develops Sokka and Katara in new ways too. That's right. Uh, it, it pushes on their previous um, relationship of Sokka wanting to have control and Katara not believing in his abilities as a leader and i think i want to give a special shout out to Sokka for this episode for actually doing something yeah this is an episode where he was vital for the plot i mean he so, was uh this was a arguably a Sokka episode yes i agree which is weird but again i want to get right into the freshman year bogus thesis yep, yep. so my thought when i watched this this i watched this is the first episode I, I i believe that i watched as soon as this came on netflix and I may have said that last episode, but whatever. We're rolling with it. This, when I watched this episode, this was my thought. This came out in 2004, right? Somewhere, somewhere around there. 2003, uh, oh, this, okay. This is Maybe getting real serious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this was like peak war on terror. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is right after. I mean, they're still like ramping up efforts in Iraq at this point. Yeah. So like terrorists are on everyone's mind. And Jet, in many ways, is a terrorist, right? How American audiences would think of him when they watch this. Oh, yeah, of course. So I really think that what this episode is trying to do, what the creators are trying to do, is try to explain to to kids why are people, quote unquote, terrorists. You start the episode on his side when he's like, oh, the Fire Nation killed your family. They killed my family. They took everything from us. Let's get him back, right? 
And he does the same sort of guerrilla warfare and going to ex- just absolute ideological extremes of trying to find ways to get rid of um, the Fire Nation and into ways that is like starting to rub other people the wrong way. And he starts immediately silencing his dissidents by trying to get rid of Sokka in that way. So I think I think it just ties so much to what was on people's minds back in the George W. Bush era of foreign policy. And I just think it's just such, I don't know, it's just such a product of its time. I really like this episode. I like that a lot, man, because mm-hmm. in, in some ways, the themes that they're tackling are timeless and, and are important and, you know, they resonate outside of the context of when it was released. But certainly 2004, I mean, that is heavy, heavy on everyone's yeah. mind uh, yeah. in the news and media uh, and yeah, I think that is, I, I certainly buy that. And, uh, w- the scene that comes to mind is, um, two of his minions that were kind of carrying Sokka away after he was captured, sneaking around, uh, and spying on them. They say something like, we just start, we just follow Jet's orders yeah, totally. and it's worked out well so far. And that's mm-hmm. like the nod to, you know, like people talk to bystander effects and things like that yep. you know in relation to like hitler as well and 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 totally. i think that also very much fits, in, fits into your 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 thesis there i think that line also reminded me of how a lot of these type of leaders are have so many similarities to cult leaders in yeah. that they it's a very black and white like you're either with me or i'm going to kill you sort of yep. way yep he he um, sucks people in with his charismatic charms yep. Yep. and then tries to like wedge uh, these artificial battles between uh, their own loved ones. So he's yeah. able to split Sokka apart from Aang and Katara. Yeah, and he, he's just unquestionably people follow his orders. Yeah. Um, just like any sort of cult leader. Yeah, I think that's true. He's very charismatic. He's very manipulative. Mm-hmm. He's very uh, tactful with information, like what he reveals yes. and what he doesn't. For totally. example, it, like, he conjures. Circle, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. For example, he conjures this hidden knife. Supposedly, the grandpa that he caught in the woods, a Fire Nation grandpa, was an assassin sent to kill him mm-hmm. because he had this poison knife hidden away that Sokka didn't see. Uh, yeah. But like he could have stashed it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, he is. I think Jed is such a. Such a great character to have on the show. Yeah, man. Because um, also just because uh, I love his fighting style too. Like I love his, uh, I don't remember what they're called, but the hooked swords that he used. Yeah. Just lend itself to such great kung fu action sequences. Um, so I kind of want to uh, also just jump right into the uh, favorite scenes at this point. Yeah. Yep, yep. My favorite shot. I think it's an homage to the movie Hero. Have you seen that movie? It's a kung fu movie. I have not. I'm not sure if Hero borrowed this from a different movie, but there's a shot of them where it shows the tops of the trees, mm. and then you see Aang jump out of it, kind of leap really gracefully yeah. through, and a Jet following him. Yeah, and it's like almost. I can think of the scene of it in Hero. It's the same thing. Red color palette. Both warriors are wearing red, and it's an all like autumn trees, red leaves, and everything, uh, and they're just above the tops of the trees. They kind of like bounce off the trees. That's definitely like. If not a conscious yeah. one, it's still like an homage for sure. Totally. And uh, I mean, it's there's a lot of respect to being paid to, yeah, like like uh, those kind of Hong Kong martial arts movies. Mm-hmm. And the camera work that they do is very consciously, I think, reminiscent of that. Um, the one yeah. that 
comes to mind for me. All the hook moves that he did, there was like a very, um, you know, who's the director of 300? Oh, uh, Zack Snyder? Yeah, yeah. There's like mm-hmm. a few, there was like a, obviously this is not a Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder's not a mar- Hong Kong martial arts director, but <laughs> there was one scene, the first hook move where he hooks two ankles of Fire, fire Nation soldiers. Mm-hmm. He does that like 300, like slow down, yeah. speed up thing. And, and it's sort of super cool. Gravity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the different ways that he uses the hooks to navigate uh, tree acrobatics and, like, fighting is super cool. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so my favorite shots, I have one action shot, which is during the fight sequence between Aang and Jet in the, in the trees, there's one take where the camera changes to Aang's POV of him airbending wind yeah. at Jet. Uh-huh. And it's like soup it's like a bit trippy for a second and then you understand that it's a wind tunnel. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a really cool uh way to suck the viewer into the feeling of what uh either Ang or what Jet felt in that split fighting sequence. Mm-hmm. So that was one. Mm-hmm. The second one was <laughs> basically mid or towards the end of the fi- the first fight sequence where Jet's band of misfits fights off the uh the fire nation army soldiers he kind of like stumbles and then stands up and <laughs> stands right like like three inches away from katara's face yeah and the camera angle is right profiles of them and he's like close enough that it's like he's in her s- space mm-hmm. and it shows him being distinctly like six inches taller than her yeah. <laughs> and it lingers there and he goes hi hey. yeah yeah <laughs> And it's just like very on the nose, but like knowingly sets the like the shipping yeah. context for the yeah, rest yeah. of the episode. Yeah, he's and she's he's, like, oh my. He's very um, macho man. Like he has the blade of grass in his mouth that might as well be like a rose, and he's about to yeah. like take your hand for a tango. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah. He has that appeal, man. The haircut maybe a little product of his time but the rest yeah, is yeah. definitely there <laughs> yeah man he's uh he's got that robin hood peter pan kind of swag boyish charm yeah um he's kind of a you know he's like an avatar fuck boy oh yeah um i want to know your predictions what do you think will happen to jet yep, yep. Ooh, i don't know jet um so jet is left frozen to a tree Mm-hmm. Uh, as they leave, right? I think he'll yeah. probably. I could see him coming back as like a like a like a vengeful salty boy. Okay. Maybe the Fire Nation catches up to him because he was frozen, or maybe he gets away, but and then he resents them, mm-hmm. uh, and, and he could come back up as like a stumbling block to Team Avatar. Yeah. But I think by that time, Team Avatar will be, you know, their EXP points that they're get, getting over <laughs> episode over episode. Yeah, is, the you know, water bending powers are only getting better for Katara, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was surprised that she just like casually whipped out the freezing move uh, yeah. on him. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I could also very easily see him not coming back because yeah. while he was very much a three dimensional and important character, I I also think like he was a he was a narrative device yeah. in in some sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, another call out that I wanted to make, like the, the the art in this episode and the color palette, it was very crimson, red, uh-huh. autumn. 
throughout the whole episode, it, it, the color palette was was distinctly and starkly different from the series till now. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, I do think the creators wanted to make this episode stand out mm-hmm. uh, visually to highlight the thematic significantly significant differences. Yeah. I wonder if they had like a separate animator, like a guest animator as yeah. well. But mm-hmm. um, that I, I appreciated that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's sort of like a. Um I don't know if uh, if Aang made worse decisions about, like especially in their fight scene. I like that you mentioned he's like um, uh, Nikki mentioned this. What this time when he when he initiates the fight with um, when Aang initiates the fight with Jet, he explicitly is like, "I'm just gonna run run away from you, man. I don't want to fight you at all." Yeah, yeah. And Jet is doing all the aggro, and it kind of highlights the differences between them. Like Aang doesn't take the fight to the Fire Nation. Um, he is basically just avoiding them and jet is very much um his goal is to just like kill, kill as many all people as fire possible. nation people. yeah 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 so yeah. i think sort of in that moment um it's sort of like an encapsulation of their differences you know yeah it's like the kylo ren and the exactly the, <laughs> the yin and exactly. yang yeah you know duality you ever heard of duality before oh you ever heard of juxtaposition duality. juxtaposition <laughs> yes you ever heard of foiling dude? freshman year essays yeah, of yeah. what? Foiling foils. Oh yeah, he's you know he's a what's called a dramatic foil <laughs> to aim. Yeah, sometimes um, people call me a dramatic hoil. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, Peter Hoyle. On that one, Peter Hoyle. Okay, for anyone listening, Peter's name is Peter Hoyle. Okay. Yeah, you can find me online at Peter Hoyle Kang, Twitter, Instagram. Find me. That was obnoxious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's good. Maybe maybe people will actually send some feedback that way because we we haven't really given an outlet for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do you have a bogus thesis? Um, bogus thesis. That's the theme song. That's a jazz version of our theme song. Yeah, I feel like. <laughs> I think the I think the stupidly obvious one is talking about utilitarian ethics and like do do the means oh, just talk more do do the ends justify the means kind of thing. Oh, okay. And then Never mind. yeah, Maybe that, I mean yeah. that's like yeah, yeah, I mean that's that the 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 downfall with utilitarian ethics is like who are you to say that you are the judge of the means to the yeah. end and or, or or and like you know what if you don't get to the end using the means? Yeah. But uh, I I think the other one that might be interesting is. Um, I don't know, maybe childhood, childhood psychology of l- losing lo- loved ones and how it impacts mm-hmm. uh, your worldview, uh, yeah. and like does does revenge, uh, revenge and justice's impact on trauma and healing trauma is what I would do the research yeah. on. But I don't know what my thesis is really. I don't know. I see the whole childhood thing again so directly tied into the Iraq War. And like ISIS. yeah, I feel because you, I, feel I mean, you. You childhood think, childhood warriors. All these people that um, were joined ISIS. Yep. A lot of them are like, yeah, like I was eight years old, yep. and both my parents died from a U.S. bomb. Yep. You know, so I joined ISIS, or like any like a lot of these terrorist groups are the result of um, Americans' military, uh, America's military policy, and that's reflected in these these characters, like they're hom- homeless and. Um, fam, orphans, all that stuff. Dude, have you have you heard of uh, the sequence where like 
like uh like some of these terrorist organizations see themselves as like the star like analogous to Star Wars where America is the stormtroopers. Yes. Well, I didn't know that they saw. Th- I don't know that. Or like they someone mentioned it like that. Movie. Someone mentioned like that. That is analogous to how they may see themselves or something. I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, I can because it's. Well, I think mostly because it's easy to, um, to see America as the empire. Yep. Consider considering like. We're um, a superpower. The United States has like imperial not not only a superpower but it also like exerts imperialistic force on. A lot of the world yep you know yeah so in many ways it is an empire yep it's just a, a different it's an empire in disguise like yeah. modern modern nations are as much empires as yeah um britain was an empire yeah, yeah but yeah. it's they just you just have different names for the different ways that they achieve their goals yeah yeah you have any uh critiques for the episode yep, yep. not really honestly i think this is this is a episode i really like i mean i i'm like uh, this is nitpicky but I I, yeah. I I think it just like it was just so stark how it went from like oh Sokka doesn't do shit and he's a clown to like immediately like scene one he's like oh let me just casually throw my boomerang and it'll cut the rope and I'm so skilled at Yo, it like Sokka Sokka is skilled yeah <laughs> like like he really is like he is this really the first episode or he's really done anything I, skillful I think so like. Every other episode, it was like Sokka tries to do a thing and he slips on a puddle and like falls uh, he, on he his does. butt. Yeah. And this episode, it's like, oh, Aang's gonna try and do a thing, and Sokka is just like, just you're annoying me. Let me let me do it ten times quicker than That's Aang true. does it. That's true. Um, and then he's like, oh, my instincts say that we should tactfully not use Appa and like walk through the forest. Like, they set him up to be super likable for the first yeah. like two scenes. Um, which is was so starkly different than anything up to this point where I was like, yeah, he's all right, what's here. going on? Like, you guys have an yeah. agenda here. Yeah. I think, uh, now that I think about it, I think my critique would be the ending was very deus ex machina. I'm not a fan uh, of deus ex machina that's, endings. That's a better critique. With a, I feel a literal that. flying creature. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would say the previous episode is more deus ex machina. They're literally falling to their maybe... They would probably survive that. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But the flying creature literally catches them at the last second. And again, Appa is just like, Hey, any, you need to wrap up the story. Call Just blow the whistle, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll be there. Dude, that's save the village. I will, just in time. I will come back. The, I, I can sense this being a recurring meme of this podcast. If I was, <laughs> if I was trying to catch up team avatar, the first thing I would do is kill Appa. <laughs> that is literally their lifeblood. Yeah. Also, Appa, I, I know I'm nitpicking here, a, uh-huh. a, an animal of that size, in order to fly, must be eating a shit ton of food. Where are they getting this much food? He, so, um, Appa is airbending. Oh. Yeah. That That's how sense. he flies. That, he's not, like, flapping duh, his wings. Duh. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> still, he, he's a bison. He must be eating he's a, a bison. lot. I don't know. Yeah. Are there any other animals he that, does, he, uh... What? Bend huh? that bend the elements. You'll have to wait and see. Ooh, that's so <laughs> interesting. I want to know. I want to see. Oh, I feel like the fi- those rhinos, those fire rhinos, might have nostril exhaled fire? some fire. Maybe I can't. I can't. I, remember I don't that. know. I don't know. Oh, that is exciting. I'm there gonna, is oh, a ooh, lot more um, world building to be done, and yeah, I can't. I, I forgot to mention this earlier. 
but Legend of Korra just dropped on Netflix, and I'm so yeah, excited. Yeah, I, I given, just saw that. Yep. The podcast now has more legs. The The animation looks true to the nature of the the series, of mm-hmm. the Avatar original series, but definitely more mature, similar to like Naruto and Naruto Shippuden. Did you watch uh, the trailer or something? No, I just saw the banner, because it was like oh, yeah, the yeah. Netflix mm-hmm. promoted banner. Number two yeah. in the U.S. right now. Yeah, but Netflix just does that. Yeah, they do to... that. I know, they do that. That's a good one, though, and I'm excited to talk about that. For anyone that's seen Core out there, I really would equate the likes of Jet to the antagonist of season three. Very similar. Hello! Spoilers! Very similar motives <laughs> of Korra. That's a long time coming. All right, all right. Um, you kept it relatively a secret. Yeah, it's, it's, he, that, that's, a great, that's a great villain. I'm, I'm excited once we get there. That's, that'll be a fun season to talk about. Yeah. Those are smaller yeah, seasons, man. too. Korra's like 12 episodes. Yeah, I will say that the theme and feel of this episode was definitely a little bit more, uh, you know, mature and, and, mm-hmm. and uh, young adult than like yeah. maybe like four kids. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I liked it. So I would say like if you guys aren't following along, you guys are just listening to the podcast. I would say like take time out and like do watch this episode. I do think it's very good. Because coming up next, the following episode, The Great Divide is one of the most reviled episodes is that the word reviled as in like people don't like it yes really yeah because you you said what you said episode 12 is also very good so it's like this sandwich sandwich it's a shit sandwich interesting um i don't want to talk too much about it because i want to save it for the next episode but this next episode people is like uh, when it comes on tv it's like ah sigh this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah so let me know your opinions when we watch it but hey until then all we can do is thank our sponsor for the today uh i can't let's who sponsored us today the uh the united states army sure thank, I said, oh my god <laughs> no nah, i'm not even i'm not even gonna go that far <laughs> okay well i think that it just wraps it up then yeah just want to say thanks once again everyone who was listening thank you for following along um let us know what you guys think of course um i'm pretty sure um since there's no feedback loop you can probably just text peter (laughs) slide in his dms i don't really know but yeah hit up peter bother him bother me i guess he will get back to you i like attention forward it to me and we'll be really excited to see someone actually paying attention to us any words of wisdom as we uh fade on out of here real smooth like yeah with a rose in our mouths yeah wash your sheets that's it. Wash your sheets. Especially after the beach. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Wash your sheets, especially after the beats. beach. Beach. <laughs> um, <laughs> it almost rhymed. <laughs>